Now a report from Washington. We have John McLaughlin on the line. Uh, Trump, Trump, uh, major sweep, major sweep. Can you tell us about it? he won, what, 22 primaries? Well, it's actually this year it's, he's 55 and 0 when you Whoa. put in Texas. And, Whoa. And, and, wow. and, and you bring him, Texas was the first set of primaries, and then you have these other primaries with Ohio. So, uh, um, but he really defines the party right now. And we saw it in our national survey that we just released where Biden, I mean, he's only 41% approval. He's 57 disapproved. That's a thousand likely voters who are modeled after the 2020 turnout. And 51% of those voters had voted for Biden. Now they, 25% of his actual voters disapprove of him. Uh, and 80, only 80% of the Biden voters are voting for Democrats for Congress. So the Republicans lead the generic ballot for Congress, 48-43. But Donald Trump, 69%, 69% of the uh, Republican primary voters want Trump to run again. And they would support him, 83 to 14, if he runs again. And in a field of 13 candidates, uh, he's got... 57% of the vote. Next closest candidate is DeSantis at 15, Pence at 9. Everybody else barely registers. So, John McLaughlin, just to 55 and 0, when you say that, out of the 55 candidates that Trump endorsed, all 55 won their primaries. Yes, this year, so far. Now you have Pennsylvania yeah. coming up May 17th. Is there anything before Pennsylvania? Well, f- full disclosure, I work for Dave White, and my brother Jim works for Dave McCormick. And yes, there's Nebraska on Tuesday. And full disclosure, indoors. Dr. Oz is my favorite doctor. Yeah, yes. It's like, but they're all competing for the Trump vote because he dominates the primaries. I mean, and he's leading, you talk about buyer's remorse, Trump nationally in this poll is leading Biden 50 to 43. He's leading Kamala Harris 50 to 51, 41. I mean, it's it's. I mean, Biden. Where does Where does Harris get forty one? Who are those people? Forty one well, people. Forty one people. I think. I mean, really? Are, are there forty one people? Forty one votes. I think. Right, John? Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's a base Democratic vote. I mean, it's at some point, but it's 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 like she's. I mean, we we have the ability to win the Hispanic vote and pick up African-American votes because of the failure right now. I mean, whether it's crime keeping keep rising nationally or the inflation is out of control. I mean, you've talked about it so many times. And uh, uh, security. I mean, we'll, you know, he can't. Biden hasn't stopped the war in Ukraine. And by the way, guess which oligarchs he has not sanctioned? The one uh, that gave you know? uh, uh, Hunter some money? The husband Hunter Biden's clients have Thank not you. been sanctioned. Yeah. Why is that front page news, yeah. John? I forgot. Yep. Because it's the, it's the same reason why they didn't cover the Hunter Biden laptop. They're covering the mainstream media. You talk about it on this radio show, but the mainstream media is still covering for Biden. And they're, 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 in November, the voters are just going to throw them out. And now the White House press secretary, the, the new White House pr- press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, Jen Psaki stepping down soon to uh, she's got a multi-million dollar deal, it sounds like, with MSNBC. And uh, Jean-Pierre, her partner, is Susan Malveaux of CNN. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just, it's incestuous. I mean, look at the, you know, look at CNN. They had Chris Cuomo, so they got to replace him with some other Democrat. And, you know, you have uh, you have Chuck Todd as a Democrat still at NBC, Stephanopoulos at ABC. I mean, you know, we love ABC Radio in New York because you have Democrats, common sense Democrats, you have Republicans on. 
But the mainstream media, they're just going to watch their ratings tank. I mean, more people watch Fox News and Newsmax these days than the mainstream media for news. So, um, And they listen to your radio station. So your ratings are going up. Our right? ratings have soared. Uh, our March ratings, we're in the top five in the entire region in the East Coast. And, and our April ratings are going to be even higher. And, I'm yeah. and, and, and you're number one at five o'clock, John, and that's not, not even, even including the other stations. Yes. And now I want to bring and, it back home, John McLaughlin. What about Hopewell right. and Adams? Their polling numbers are slipping. I mean, it looks like people are kind of getting tired of the whole act by Mayor Adams. Where is the action behind all that great talk, all that swagger? Well, well, by the way, you had a great guest on before me, Fred Decker, and you've got Steve Forbes after me. So that's great. So, but, uh, but in terms of uh, uh, New York State with Hochul, I mean, she's got great rhetoric, but she doesn't deliver on what she's promising. And so I work for Lee Zeldin, and Lee Zeldin is running dead even with her in the general election polls that are modeled as a likely voter turnout. And you, now there's a lot of polls out there of registered voters. There's 13 million registered voters in New York. Only 6 million voted in 2018, and that was high. That was much higher than it was in 2014. If you get a typical likely voter turnout without ballot harvesting, without non-citizens voting, without uh, other means where the Democrats could try to rig the election, Lee Zeldin has an excellent chance of beating her in the election in November. Because re- regardless of the rhetoric, I mean, I mean, look at, the, you know, she forced this guy, Brian Benjamin, off the ticket because he was arrested for uh, you know, for uh, uh, having uh, grants directed to his donors, et cetera. They didn't even give the guy the presumption of innocence. They just forced him out. But, but you know what, John, John, this is Craig Eaton. You brought up a great point here. Yeah, you know, we need to get people out to vote. And and everyone that's sitting and listening to this show on their couch right now saying, I'm not happy with the way New York City is. I'm not happy with the way New York State is. I'm, I don't feel safe anymore. Needs to make sure they go out and vote. And you know what they need to vote for? They need to vote for change. Well, the yes. big problem, John... The big problem is, and I say this is the House Democrat, is you have one party rule in the city of New York and the state of New York, and that has to change. And not only is it one party rule, it's by super majorities, which can intimidate yeah. both a mayor and a, and a governor. And in fairness to, to Mayor Adams, I mean, he's tried to do what he can, but as John Castanese always says, he goes up to Albany and they tell him to uh, pound sand. They will not yeah. do what they have to do to make this city safe. No, he should endorse Lee Zeldin. So, it, it, because I said, no, seriously, when you look at it, he, you know, they need, he needs the governor to back him up, and she hasn't backed him up. I mean, she hasn't fired Bragg. She hasn't, you know, changed the cashless bail laws. It's all cosmetic. He's still releasing criminals with guns, and they're back out there, and you're seeing it every night on the news. And the, the interesting thing about the governor's race, when Lee Zeldin was looking at it over a year ago, and I said, we're becoming part of New England, where New England is dominated by Democrats. But what do they have? They have Republican governors to keep the crazy legislature in a check and balance situation. So you've got Charlie Baker in Massachusetts. You've got uh, you've got uh, uh, Phil Scott up in uh, Vermont, a Republican governor. Uh, you've got Chris Sununu in New Hampshire. You had a Republican governor in LePage. And in Connecticut, it's likely that uh, Bob Stefanowski is going to beat Ned Lamont this year. So we are following that trend that if the legislature is crazy, and I don't think they'll have their supermajorities because we'll fix redistricting with the state Senate because they, they, they threw out the, the, the redistricting plan that was going to rig the election. 
So we'll get them back into a regular majority, okay, maybe even come real close to getting rid of them in the state Senate. But then uh, you need Lee Zeldin to, uh, as governor to be able to uh, veto what the, this legislature will do because they're, they're, they're really out of control. I mean, it's, they're just totally out of John, control. John, we're out of time. They're, they're yelling at me from the control booth to okay. take a break. Thank you so much for everything you're doing and filling in the American people. God bless you. Well, thank you. Let's take a let's take a baseball team. <laughs> go go Yankees. Always go, go, go Yankees. Go Ferry go Hawks. Ferry go Hawks. Ferry Hawks. Hawks. That's... Well, why don't we just call them Hawks? Go Hawks. <laughs> go Hawks. Okay. Uh, let's take a, a break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to have Tom Fitton. He's the president of Judicial Watch, and he's going to tell us what the heck is going on with this leak and the investigation. And and then oh. we're going to have Steve Forbes too about the economy. Tell us, you know a lot about the economy. What happened with the? How many points did it drop today? Over a thousand points. Oh, oh almost eleven hundred points. Oh boy, keep and it right here. Up a thousand. Keep it right here. Cats at night.